Hello everyone, welcome to Octane 101 podcast. I am Akshay and I am Sayan. And in this episode, we are going to continue with what we were talking about on the last one. So let's pick up from where we left. And so, what were we talking about, Akshay? Yeah. So in the last episode, we were talking about features that we are seeing seeing on cars and motorcycles. that really no petrol had asked for like features that are not really adding value and at times really taking some value out of it but are rather there for the novelty value i would say right so what do we talk about next i would actually like to talk about lights like automatic lights mm-hmm. and and before automatic lights i would like to talk about drls now i'm pretty sure audi and bmw started this trend but particularly audi with those, audi, those right. stripes below the lights and now with aftermarket and ignore the aftermarket like every little hatchback has got drls right and those drls are leds and like recently i've noticed they are getting ridiculously bright true and of course you'd simply dismiss it saying okay what 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 difference is it making it's right. just a bright drl it's okay it's aiding visibility mm-hmm. now the problem is and and i see this on the road very often the the neighborhood we live in is well lit for most part right a uh, decent number of street lights only some parts are dark and like driving is complicated for many people it is uh, you can't deny the fact and people don't realize at times that they or uh, they haven't actually turned on the headlamps they are simply driving on their drls there is some bit of light from the street lights right they are seeing a reflection of their lights in the car in front they don't even realize the headlights are not they on they don't realize the headlamps are off and which would have been fine if the drls were also powering up the tail lamps right but they like it it puts them in a spot where they are way more prone to crash or right they, they don't even realize that the tail lamps are not on yeah. and it becomes very it, yeah. it's a dangerous dangerous situation and, like, uh we don't have the stats to support it but i'm pretty sure in the night a car that is visible from the distance because of the tail lamps is much better than a car a black or dark red car that is not visible yeah adding to this comes the the automatic headlamps yep, yep the knob like if they are automatic they have to be automatic, automatic. if they are manual they have to be manual right. don't give me the stupid option of the lights are in auto off or on right because it happens a lot of time people leave their like they, they are simply expecting their their headlamps to turn on automatically because they uh, assume because my car has automatic headlamps but that doesn't happen they, they, they've added an additional mode of off right it is either it is auto or uh, if it is auto leave it in auto don't give the option of off when it is dark turn on the headlamps right yeah because i i have had this with a lot of cars i mean yeah. why 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 go to that extent i mean just yeah. leave it either auto or off or on a weekly basis i probably spot a, a dozen people who are simply driving their cars on drls right printing at illegal speeds <laughs> right without realizing they don't have headlamps right or tail lamps right unsafe and stupid Yeah, I, I think I think this is something which automakers should realize and work to fix it. Right, right. To the next point, shall we? Yeah, sure. Okay. So the next one is an absolute sin on the part of automakers: annual subscriptions. Right. Like I have already paid so much money for a car, and typically annual subscriptions come uh, like uh, at least at least in India we see, or even even in a lot of other countries, they are typically part of the package for premium cars. Right. And someone is already paying so much money right and even if the amounts are insignificant they are not big numbers 
either if you want to charge simply add them simply add them to the initial cost simply add them to the annual service bill and the tech is already built into the system yeah. all they do is they basically flip a button yeah. and and it's there and then you're paying a very small amount maybe for every year why why do you need to pay an annual subscription yeah. i mean i, I for some parts it is understood like for for the data connectivity for the data pack it is understood but then again the, these are no like, still again the the they are they are very cheap they are they are very cheap like included included for 5 years if if we talk about india all the data you'll need ever in your car can probably be 200 rupees a month right i mean i i know obviously the numbers will vary widely globally but i'm just taking the example of india if you're expecting to a subscription just for the data connection that will probably be 200 rupees a month right in some cases even less right, right? if you're adding a 5 year subscription in the price you're probably adding what 2000 nothing nothing absolutely nothing that's a fraction that's a fraction of that is a rounding error on the on the price of the cars right it might be much cheaper than a smaller accessory which you put into the car exactly exactly but the the problem is it it pinches the customer it pinches the customer that i have paid so much money and now they are asking me for more money every month every month every year and honestly personally i feel that the subscriptions for data packs are still in the acceptable ballpark mm-hmm. what really pinches me is some of the car companies charging for updates Oh, okay yeah mazda mazda is guilty of that uh, like one of one of our friends was recently sharing the narrative okay yeah so mazda mazda is charging for upgrades bmw until recently used to charge for android auto and apple car right right bmw yeah they eventually got some sense and decided to give android auto and apple car play to users but like seriously why are you charging and yes it is understood that you're paying some cost for it they have to pay a certain amount for it but you can totally choose to not pass it on to customers or if you are giving it to all your customers you simply minimize the incremental cost per customer right i think it's and there is no there is no incremental cost there is no incremental cost sorry there is a fixed cost ha huh, so you are simply distributing it over a larger number why are you asking me to pay a large amount for for a very basic feature like something that a a 10 lakh rupee car is getting right I think that that's another uh, bad bad and I already have a million subscriptions I already have a million subscriptions right another one I I don't want to yeah I'm paying Netflix I'm paying for Prime I'm paying for my music and not what not okay yeah. and Akshay what do you think about social media integration into the infotainment system why why, why I, <laughs> right. I knew your reaction yeah, is going to be that, that. <laughs> I am trying to not use my phone so you're bringing my phone my phone to me <laughs> right the <laughs> oh, last place i want my social media to show up is on my car's infotainment yeah I, I, like i i turn off the data on my phone at times to cut off my social media and now my social media is chasing me into the car right and, and not just social media not just social media like uh, i think tesla does that netflix and everything right for a, for a person like me and you i think we get into the car for for driving. social detox and again again if my social media accounts or anything it 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 follows me into the car no man i don't want it i mean music podcast that's I all you need ha huh? I, i don't need movies playing into my car or i don't need my twitter following me please get rid of that social media integration yeah. it's stupid i don't want it yeah. and if i if i want to boast about driving my car i can do it later i can do it with a good photograph i have my phone with me all for that right right if i'm going to tweet i'll i'll, I'll probably take a stop on the side post a good photo post it on instagram or everything i have my social media on the phone all right anaksha i think you also have an opinion about uh, rear seat entertainment systems yeah i mean 
uh, of course they were good until a while ago because of course we didn't have and like connectivity has changed a lot of things right. i would say we were earlier talking about voice recognition and everything connectivity has played a role there and i think connectivity has a role to play here as well right because rear seats first thing is the occupancy uh, of the car is not always full like you and i both both our cars i don't think the rear doors have been opened for months no yeah typically we're like one or or two people right there would be rare occasions when the whole family is going out on a road trip right then i, I think my mom will be sitting in the passenger seat in the rear and rear seat infotainments had relevance couple of years ago when we were using multi cd changers and everything we were carrying our content with us mm-hmm. but now everyone is even uh, even in the case of chauffeur driven cars right now you get much better hardware in the, in the form of ipad or your laptop right which has better ui ux better connectivity better functions features everything and even netflix exactly. and and you know that your car your four year old cars uh display is going to be outdated but you can very easily change your ipad i'm sure the cars that have launched last year are already outdated when it comes to software or when it comes to the right. layout of the infotainments yes. or the entertainment i i think i think they are redundant yeah. you don't want them there and and in fact actually i was checking out the uh, options list on uh, a bentley i know it's a very expensive car the the, <laughs> the accessories and everything every option is very 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 high but still if you want so i was reading uh, the options list if you want displays like rear seat inbuilt headrest inbuilt place you have to shell out 32000 so two motorcycles each one for us two motorcycles how many ipads how many top of the line macbooks yeah. everything you can buy and still you will be left with a lot of money yeah i mean this is not something that is intrusive or anything but it is just pointless at I, this I, point I, because like if if you're putting your kids in the back seat honestly i've i've seen all the kids iPad. these days carrying ipad ipad they find their or a phone. entertainment for games on even 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 a phone even phone does everything for you these days right yeah. they are bigger now uh-huh. Imagine imagine the first generation iPhone it was small mm-hmm. you needed a screen for everything else but today the phones are massive yeah. even a tablet imagine how many people use tablets anymore you have a phone and that's all you need i think the only use case for these displays i can see is probably as a control or a, as a display for the settings on the infotainment for a for like someone who's chauffeur driven but honestly that is a very small problem to solve and a a, a big effort to solve that problem right they, they can simply have one of those armrest remotes or anything i think uh, we have covered most of the features gimmicky features which like irritate us the most but i think there are some which... sorry before that i would like to add whole dialers on the infotainment Oh, okay, okay. I remember you I complaining about it a couple of days back. Only couple of days ago, Cyan had a, a beautiful Indian FTR twelve hundred for review, and I borrowed it for the most part. But and it has it has a very nice touch screen for the console or for the speedometer, which which is good for most parts. Except it has a whole dialer that you can use. built into the screen yeah built into the screen like why would you want to do that i i was of the opinion that it is okay that if you have it but i think akshay was very yeah see the the problem like like we spoke about the tesla autopilot thing earlier or or couple of other safety features if you have it you will use it someday or there will be someone who will do it right and that is the problem like imagine first it is a powerful motorcycle it is a heavy motorcycle it it requires 
and like of course riding is more complicated and less safer than driving it is much a less. obvious fact so it requires a certain level of commitment from you when you are on a motorcycle right right and in that you have a whole dialer a whole dialer with like 129 and 0 number pad and the and screen is damn slow we know that yeah the screen is slow it's laggy and then you're pressing the and numbers you have a whole dialer and it's not with like, your gloves on ha uh-huh, with your gloves on you're le- letting go of your left hand because obviously you can't let go of your right hand which has brake and throttle and you're dialing a whole number and the problem is someone will do it <laughs> i think it's for when you stop on the side of the road you don't have to reach for your phone just dial from the but when you have stopped on the side of the road you can reach for your phone uh, but you don't need to you don't need to take off your gloves uh, but anyway anyway i think i think it was it was something but it was it was a little silly i think but uh, anyway i think it's time we have some honorary mentions of yeah. very few uh, some some of the features which we think there shouldn't be there in the car So let's start with uh, bad heads up display. Bad heads up display. Yes. Bad, it yeah. is very important to say bad. Yeah, I I I that's why it's it's highlighted hmm. quote unquote. So yeah, bad heads up display. I think heads up display is a good uh, feature if it shows turn by turn navigation and uh, some very crucial information there. But just for the speed, I don't think so. I think it it's a distraction. Plus, What do you think? Another another challenge is some of the low end options or or like the the cheaper ones on the budget cars or like mid-range cars they are not really very good they are not exactly very legible right and you sort of have to put some degree of effort to actually read on those heads up displays right it so yeah we agree either they should be really good and there or they shouldn't be there so next one is sunroof oh my god maybe in some like in some countries obviously you you would like to have a sunroof but it is a good to have feature it is never no i don't think so but in none of the countries you need sunroof that's what i'm saying you don't need it's a good to have feature but again it has much so if you talk to any car designer he or she will tell you that it's a design challenge how much they have to they have to work around it to make it safer and everything and for yeah. something which is very stupid yeah. so sunroof no Simple. please i have seen kids with the heads out of the sunroof i think i think that is a that is a india specific problem that is more of i know i know and i i cringe every time i see it yes absolutely like people simply put up their kids outside on display out of a sunroof not sure what the objective is but anyway the next one i think you're going to love it fake engine sounds i hate it i'm okay with that like i hate it yeah. <laughs> i if it if it's a three cylinder if it's a four cylinder whatever i would want the car to sound like that inside the cabin as well i don't want my four cylinder car to sound like a v8 or a v6 or whatever it should sound the way it sounds synthetic sounds it irritates me it, i hate it I, i i don't know i think it's okay as long as there is the option to turn it off I don't think so. Uh, There are some cars which which give you the option to choose the sound, like in Renault Megane. If you remember, it even give can. No, I don't remember. I have not driven the okay, Renault okay. Megane. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How would I remember? But turning it, I don't. I don't know. The BMW does it a lot, and I. And it's okay. You know, at times that sound is good. That sound is sort of part of the experience. I understand the sounds from the engine is diluting, and this. If if your if your engine is muffled, right? Yeah. Okay. So synthetic synthetic sound in the case of an electric car makes sense. Not inside. Inside, yes. I will tell you why. Because it's eerily silent inside. 
ब्यूटिफुल but your kids will probably ruin it and i don't need it and the motor right it's it's a motorized thing it's pr- prone to fail right Any, anything that is mechanical is going to fail someday right i mean i, I don't want to run uh, to the service center once it goes kaput no no my speaker is not coming out it is stuck in the dashboard and is now distributing the bass throughout the i don't know door or whatever yeah And it's not just Mercedes. I think even Audi does it with its speakers. Although the mechanism is is a little different, but you still have that pop-up speakers. Right. Yeah. They just don't roll around. They they simply pop out of it. But I think they have that in A6, A7, A8, and a like couple of. True. I, I I'm forgetting it, but I think it's A8. Right. And it's not just speakers we are talking about, right? Motorized. Uh, remember what Jaguar does. It has motorized vents. It's even sillier than uh, motorized speakers. If you start the car, the vents roll up. Yeah, I mean, with with speakers, I think Mercedes has the pitch that when you are turning on the audio system, they are simply moving the the tweeters closer to you so that you have a better sound experience. I mean. I'm not necessarily buying into their pitch, but maybe there is some logic to it. But what is the logic behind doing this with the vents? I don't know. I don't know. And even F-Type, their sports car, even that has it. Yeah. A sports car needs to be light, and then you're putting whole vent unit, which you know has a motor and it pops up. It's I don't know. It's pretty absurd because. Every car company spends millions of dollars just to you know shave off those extra few pounds from their car. Right, right. And, and particularly with sports cars, I mean, you sort of agree with whatever they are doing in the likes of S Class or Maybach or A8. Yeah, like it's almost as that. Like, like one of these days, Cyan was talking about putting performance parts on his motorcycle, and then we both agreed that much cheaper option would be for both of us to lose weight. So, so this is the same scenario. Like, yeah, like XJ has it. I can still, you know, there is yeah, some kind of. Right. In in XJ, it still makes some sense, but in F type, you don't need to have you know motorized vents. That's very silly. You're putting carbon fiber all around. You're spending so much on it, and then you have motorized 
events that's very silly yeah, yeah, like in a in a sports car if you are adding weight it should be for performance whether straightforward engine performance or handling or chassis or whatever but weight shouldn't be added for useless stuff right and uh, sorry if if one of the motor goes wrong does it cool the insides of the dashboard i don't know <laughs> i'll have to check yeah. you have a cooler dashboard <laughs> and so actually it's not just these guys jaguar with these vents i mean uh, they don't necessarily have pop up air vents but many car companies are actually adding motors for controlling the the flow of these uh, air vents right i mean that is also pretty useless i would say because typically you just set the vents once and you never touch them right but actually i don't remember which car does it which car company does it i think the porsche has done that with taycan oh okay yeah i i don't know i'll have to check but or or was it some tesla either one of uh, these cars are we making a fool of ourselves <laughs> no no I'm, i'm pretty sure i i saw on one of these i saw on one of these interesting i think i think but if a car is doing it it's very silly please don't do it you have to make cars light i think uh, we are and sorry we are already moving to electric cars like they are already getting hideously heavy and uh, using electricity Yeah, no, right. Power, right? yeah, of course. If you have something which is using the juice from your uh, the battery pack, you don't want it. Right, right. So anyway, I, I think we have covered a lot. Yeah. Seriously, a lot. I think else we have to make part three. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to go on with part three because I have already received some. In the last episode, I, I asked people to write in with curse words and leave reviews. Did you get any? Yeah, I didn't get any reviews. Or your because... emails were flooded by your inbox was flooded by bad emails. Yeah, that's what because I asked people to I asked people to leave good reviews and send bad mails. Okay. And I only got mails. Yeah, so people don't want a part three. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so may, maybe we should put a hold on this, or or rather an end to this rent. Akshay, come up with a good topic for the next episode. I already have one. Interesting. Yeah, and. Any hints? So actually, it is a topic very much being debated about in our country. Okay. And and not just our country, actually, in the US, in the Europe, there there are dialogues around this. There are camps divided against this. Oh. So I think the next one is going to be interesting. I, I'm I'm hoping a lot of conversations will go outside of my inbox and onto the reviews. You're using the mystery element here. Oh yes, absolutely. Right. Yeah, that subscribe button. So let's leave it at that place. So yeah, let's put a close to it. We will come back again with the next episode. We won't reveal any more of it. Okay. You will have to press that subscribe button for whatever podcast service you're using. And that's it from us, I think. Yep. Okay then, signing off. Bye bye. Bye.